Right now, let's go talk about the Lions in Tampa Sunday in Florida. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. You know, I was, I was looking at the pro football focus list on the Lions offense and where they rank. I mean, yeah. And this is, I think every week we've talked this season almost outside of after the Seattle game, Jeremy, is we, we keep taking this uh, Lions ship into unnavigated or unchartered uh, navigational waters where we're talking about things we're not used to talking about when it comes to the Lions. Yeah, yeah, it's it's every advanced statistic, it's every regular statistic, it's it's always something new. The Lions are tweeting out something that they've never done in the past 70 years that they just accomplished. It it truly is uncharted territories and uh it's pretty fun, honestly. <laughs> like it's 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 fun seeing the Lions starting to get talked about in a real way that doesn't feel like oh, look at this quirky Lions team that might be good. It's like, no, this is a good Lions team. We're talking about them and even mentioning the word Super Bowl. Uh, and, and not in a condescending way. And you, you try and not search for the negative, but you know when you're writing a story with Pride of Detroit or I'm getting ready for the huge show across Michigan and our 19 radio stations, we're so used to finding the negative connected to Lions. And, and not that I'm looking for it, but maybe the fact you've lost CJ and Mosley, but even after losing them, didn't affect the Carolina game. And granted, it was Bryce Young. Uh, but this team is sitting basically now with a three-game lead with the one-game head-to-head over the Packers and a three-game lead on the Bears and the Vikings, and you're five games into the season. Yeah, and then they've done it largely without those two guys, right? Um, you had CJ for a couple games there. You, you really never got any Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, the question is, like, how long can they keep that up in terms of, you know, losing guys to health, um, in terms of their depth, you know, Having C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Emmanuel Mosley may not have affected much on the play on the field, but they were guys that were in the lineup. They were guys that, that, you know, everyone who has now stepped up is now the starter, which means the guys that are behind them are even worse. And so, um, you know, there's there's questions about, I, I would say, like the depth now at those positions, but um, they, they have, you know, kind of answered any early season questions about their depth. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, those two are long-term injuries, so at, at some point you might dig a little bit deeper in that depth. It, it might be a little bit more challenging, but um, so far so good with, with all the injury replacements you have to be. And, and that's a credit to Brad Holmes and, and the roster he's built. And I think we said all offseason, you know, it's not just about filling out your, your starting lineup with stars. It's, it's making sure that there is that depth because injuries are just they're part of the game at this point, and you hope you don't get hit as hard. Uh, with them as, as some other teams, but uh, you have to be prepared in case you do. And, and so far, the Lions have been prepared. Yeah, if, if you went through going back to game one and you listed game week injuries and who sat out and you said, okay, pick the record of the Lions based yeah. on who sat out each game, you would think this would the record would be flipped. Seriously. Yeah, and, and it's not just on defense too, right? It feels like every every week has been a new offensive line uh, you know, line up and this could be another week where that's true with Jonah Jackson, um, you know, missing today's practice, dealing with an ankle injury. Um, and so, yeah, it, across the board, it seems like the Lions have done a, a relatively stout job um, and, and it's afforded them the opportunity to sit Amon Ra for a week, to sit Jameer Gibbs for a week or two. Brian Branch, a guy who's been phenomenal, maybe misses two or three games here. Um, and, and it looks like they haven't skipped a beat and it just shows, one, how good the roster is, you know, even even without those guys, and then two, 
how, how deep of a team they are. And so um, that's, that's a true sign of a really, really good team. And uh, you just wonder if they can ever get themselves to relatively full health, uh, you know, how dangerous they truly can be. And you look at this team, though, and even losing CJ and now Mosley, like we talked about, but in terms of quality throwing quarterbacks you're going to face, if you're the Lions and Aaron Glenn in that defense, you get Baker Mayfield, who's inconsistent, not the greatest numbers guy throwing on Sunday. You get Lamar Jackson, who looked horrible against the Steelers, and the Steelers have one of the better defensive units in the NFL. You get Garoppolo, and who knows if he'll be healthy for that Monday night game, October 30th, their next home game in downtown Detroit. And then you do get Herbert, who's one of the best in the league in L.A. after the bye week. Then Justin Fields and Jordan Love at home. Think about the quarterbacks you face five out of the next six winnable games. Oh, no question about it. You know, I, I, I do respect the job that the Baker Mayfield is doing so far in Tampa, but it's a really small sample size of four games, and they're dealing with a whole new offense. So, you know, maybe they haven't faced quite a, a defense like Detroit has uh, yet, and so we'll see how, how they react. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think the Lions kind of weathered the storm early with a, a couple challenging quarterbacks and, and Geno Smith and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. They go one and one in those games, and, and really it's been that way the rest uh, the way. You face three really young quarterbacks uh, in Jordan Love, in uh, Desmond Ritter. And Bryce Young, yeah, exactly. So, um the lines have, have proven that they can confuse those quarterbacks. They can they can get to those quarterbacks, and and so if if it's more the same in the next five, six, mm. seven weeks, then then you have to imagine Lions defense is still probably going to look pretty solid. I think about that. Uh, just you know, perusing the schedule here, Mayfield on Sunday in Tampa, then Lamar Jackson, obviously a great threat to run, but when he's in the pocket, he looks very average. Then Garoppolo. Then add Herbert, who we mentioned, but then you get Fields, you get Love at home. Who knows if Derek Carr will be healthy when you go to New Orleans uh, to start December. You go to Chicago with Fields. You get Denver at home. You're at Minnesota, and who knows if Kirk Cousins even will be their quarterback as they're playing maybe for Caleb Williams. Who knows? You're at Dallas where Dak Prescott can be hit or miss. And then you get Minnesota at home. I mean, you outside of Herbert – Tell me, and again, maybe if Cousins stays, but then you got Jefferson, who's at least out four in the IR with the hamstring injury. There, there's not a parade of the best in the NFL in, in terms of quarterbacks when you look at the rest of the Lions' schedule. Yeah, no, and and I think even by some other measures, this is one of the easier schedules remaining on 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 the books. You know, um, DVOA, which is something that that I like to use a lot. Um, I, I believe they're you know the fifth or sixth easiest schedule. I think if you just go by win-loss record, the Lions and the Packers, I think, are tied with the easiest schedule. Um, again, win-loss is probably a little bit early to, to really judge teams by at this point, but it's not nothing. And so, yeah, I think, you know, just added to the list of, of reasons to be really optimistic about this team, they've weathered, I would say, what is maybe the most difficult part of their schedule already. Um, not to say that Tampa isn't going to be tough and, and Baltimore isn't going to be tough and, and Los Angeles in, in a few weeks out of the bye isn't going to be tough. But um, like you said, it, it, it's probably favorable in terms of the quarterbacks you're facing. Um, and, and we know the Lions offense is, is really met every single challenge so far. So you have to imagine at the very least, they should be in, I guess, every other game remaining on their schedule and, and maybe even favored in, I don't know, 10 of 14 or however much, however many we got left. Yeah, I'm looking at, you know, a, a slight underdog at Baltimore. Same thing uh, at 
probably the Chargers, and who knows again where the Cowboys uh, will be. But losing Diggs and Micah Parsons and how good San Francisco looks, it's like I'm watching that San Francisco Cowboys game, Jeremy, and I'm like, if, if the Lions want any shot uh, at winning the NFC, they have got to be at home for all the playoff games. Only chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see how the teams look when when it gets to to January. But um, yeah, being indoors, being in your own home crowd, which we we know has just been absolutely crazy at Ford Field in, in the first three home games there so far. Um, it's going to help. No no question about it. Um, you know, I, I I think they could win in, in Dallas if that's where it goes. But yeah, I, I think I think everyone's right now looking up at the Forty ers and you you take any possible advantage you could get facing the Niners. So, uh, yeah, home game would, would help, certainly help a little bit. Um, but again, you never know. You never know how the 49ers are going to look in, in January, whereas they, they certainly look like the best team right now. But, um, yeah, I, the Lions, I, that's, I think that's where we have to step back and realize, like, we're talking about seedings uh, here in early October for the Detroit Lions, but that's where we're at with this team. Uh, I, I think we should be looking beyond the division at this point because, as you mentioned, it doesn't look like a very competitive NFC North. And as long as nothing catastrophic happens to the Lions, I think uh, they should have it relatively easily by the time you know we get to mid-December, maybe. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider. Follow Jeremy on Twitter, also proud of Detroit uh, online on the social network. So before I let you go, I had some early conversation today off of reading Twitter this morning and there was some talk out of Detroit that, you know, from, you know, the sports radio types that, you know, JMO should be uh, packaged so they can get defensive help. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I watch the evolution of Miami and where two all of a sudden is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I look at what JMO can bring to the table glimpses we've seen and, and barely any action and I'm like, when he gets settled in and his speed and ability to separate and force defensive coordinators and units in game, before games, to chase him, do you know how open Laporta is going to be underneath or Gibbs is going to be underneath? That That is a weapon. It's not about him having to catch the ball like Tyreek Hill. Just his speed will be a game changer. Yeah, no question. And, and that's what every Lions coach has said. Um, thus far it's just we we're excited for just what the things that we are able to do with him in the lineup that we aren't able to do right now and and you see how explosive they are already if they've got another dimension mm. to where they can go um you have to imagine like then we're starting to talk about this offense in, um, among the ranks of guys of, of teams like the the dolphins not sure they're going to hang 70 on every opponent or anything like that but it gives ben johnson another weapon another dimension another way to, to frustrate opposing defensive coordinators. And, and given what Ben Johnson has done with every other weapon on this team, you have to imagine he's going to find a way to use Jameson Williams in a way that's either going to make him very explosive and, and dangerous, or like you said, maybe it opens up stuff for everyone else underneath. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I get the appeal of trying to trade Jameson for maybe a defensive playmaker where, where maybe they're a little bit thinner on that side of the ball because of injuries. But, I mean, let, let them at least unwrap the gift before we, we re-gift Amen. it to someone else. Uh, I'm with you, Jeremy. And also when I look at uh, the fact of the Dolphins who gave up 48 in Buffalo, and Detroit had that game, but it was at home uh, with Seattle. So we'll see what happens. Lions top five pretty much in every NFL power poll. The uncharted waters uh, continue. Lions at Tampa 425, 
Sunday afternoon feature game on Fox. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, no problem. Anytime.